Ben Lawrence! Pogody! Hey, I, I just realized that because we start uh, the podcast like this, the AI should hopefully remember who's who. Uh, we could <laughs> we could uh, trick it, though. Halfway through, uh, we say our own names at the beginning. To ben Lawrence! Paul Goody! Oh, well, man, all that they feels weird. Do, all they gotta do is just uh, watch Naked Ladies. Exactly. Am I right? Hey, who doesn't? Everybody. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm having a... Uh, now, something something that the people don't know, but that you and I know, that I'm going to... I was about to talk about it, but then I'm going uh, to tell you. Um, ben sent me something to read uh, out loud for the panel jumper that's going to be happening. And uh, I wanted to tell you, not to toot my own horn or anything like that, but uh, once I actually got the levels working, uh, one take on both the things. <laughs> uh, Two takes. Well, one, oh, one take each. Yeah. <laughs> Two takes. Me taking you, you taking the floor. <laughs> um, but, uh, and the second one was really, I was like, how would a how would a real how would a real jerk do this? And I did it that way, and that was the take that you liked better. That's which, that's the one I liked. Which is which is good because it it, it really fits. I think. It fits if it's yeah, if it's more in with the aesthetic of what I was trying to do. Exactly. Is there going to be music of, behind I, it and stuff? There will be music behind it, but this it's not sort of like. I didn't give you any direction at all. It's just like, hey, can you read this for me? But I was imagining in my head some sort of like monster truck rally commercial was, for yes, comic books. Absolutely what I got from what was written. So you and yeah. I are on the same page. Uh, so, hey, awesome. it is Friday. We uh, skipped yesterday, which is good because I yeah. forgot about it. Um, I figured once you, you never got back to me after I texted you, hey, can we do Friday instead? Figured it wasn't that big of a deal. Here's the thing. Uh, I I do not uh, feel bad telling you. I do not look at my phone as much as I used to. And so I'm missing a lot of calls and a lot of emails. Don't mind it that much. Like I said, it would be nice if I had office hours. Like, uh... Like certain times where where I was available by phone, and then other than that, no, like a like a guy with tenure might have. Uh, what's your tenure plan? I'm gonna get tenure. <laughs> uh, work at this university long enough where I have seniority, and then um, whatever else tenure is. Do you understand tenure? I don't really. I know that you've worked there uh, long I give enough. You that's a... hard to fire you. Could I give you a definition of what it is? Uh, could you? Uh, not without looking it up. Oh, okay. I, I, I was like, I was like, would you like me to? Like, I thought you were offering because you knew, but you were afraid that. Can it might be I too give much you a definition, Paul? Yeah. Will exactly. you accept knowledge uh, from me? Let me tell you something, Ben. Uh, Betty and I, like around one p.m. my time. Uh, which would be probably uh, if I'm uh, 11 year time. Yeah. Uh, split. So this is only six ounces of this energy drink called Bing. B I N G. It's made okay. with cherries, cherry juice. Uh, and if it were not for other people, I would I would probably still be drinking energy drinks. Because. Uh, I, it's it's like I'm super smart. I'm super smart, and I know stuff all the time. What what are you? All right, is there a problem with your glass? You're looking at it. Does it? <laughs> I, I don't mean to be distracting. It's just I noticed that the the, the, the color of my face changes when I hold the blue oh, glass let's, up let's to my try. face. Oh, interesting. So it's re it's reddish. I see it's uh, pinkish, and then when I take the glass away, it goes more blue. Do you see uh, that? Yeah. So. Is it is it blocking the monitor? Because that's what it that's what it feels like. It feels like the color from the monitor is affecting you. These webcams I bought <coughs> at the beginning of the pandemic when webcam quality was crap. 
and I it's it's I think it's trying to compensate uh, for uh. like low light levels and trying to automatically color correct. So it right now my background like it sees this background is this very red. We got these red curtains over here and the red seats. So I think it's 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 like trying to contrast that with like the bluishness of my uh, it's uh, with this bluish tint of my face. But then when I introduce this big blue thing into the frame, it adjusts the yep. color of my face. Yep. And then I take it away and it goes away. There's no light over here that's reflecting through the glass. Uh, because that's what it seems like. It seems like there's a... That's, hold it, hold, I'm going to hold it over here where there's no light. See? So the camera, for whatever reason, is trying it's, to adjust. It's, and It's color correcting on the fly, Ben. It is color correcting on the fly. And I think that is effing stupid. Yeah, well, it's just like autofocus on the fly, right? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, when cameras had that, we hated it. Didn't we? Well, you and I yes. did. Yeah. I should just do this. Let's just. Oh, no. I'm just gonna do the show with that. <laughs> hey, there I've had a bit too much to drink today, Paul. No. <laughs> and it makes me blurry. That's the that's the weird thing. <laughs> it's, anyway. Uh, so, so, St. Louis is having a. Uh, a big thing about masks again they're trying to reinstate them uh from what i understand countrywide um lemonade no that's country time countrywide in the united states um 47 percent of people have had all three shots 47 of all people have all three shots countrywide so yeah. less than half not a great number not a great number. Um, I'm I'm having another in 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 person D and D session on Sunday, and one of my players is not going to be able to make it because they have COVID. Yeah, it's and, <laughs> it's going around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, um, and we don't live in St. Louis, but people go to St. Louis and then come back. Uh, with the with the <laughs> with COVID, COVID. yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I hear. It's stupid. I mean, our governor has already said that he's not going to reinstate mask mandates, and it's just there's uh, it, this. It's not going away. In fact, it's getting worse because places are so lax on mask mandates. That's that's Jay Inslee, right? That is Jay Inslee. Yes. Uh, I mean, wasn't wasn't some guy gonna like? punch him or something like some sort of threat was communicated to him because he had mask mandates at one point in time oh I'm yeah pretty sure. i wouldn't be surprised the the the, the uh the far right followers oh i remember i remember what it was i remember what it was and and it's even worse than that um there was a a, a police officer of some kind i think it was a state patrol person but maybe not who told the governor uh, Jay Inslee to uh, do something. Yes. Uh, and there's, and then so there's that guy died of COVID. I was just gonna say that if you didn't. Yeah. A winner of the Herman Cain Award, if you will. Oh he, my gosh. He very he very famously quit the force, quit being a state because trooper he because he didn't want. Not mask, but uh, he didn't want to get a vaccine. Vaccine. He didn't want to get the vaccine. So on his final sign-off, he said something. Yeah, he's like Jay Inslee, go f yourself or kiss my ass or something like I that. I think it was. I think it was kiss my ass. Funny story to that. His wife was actually the dispatcher, and so she. I think there was some sort of like back and forth between those two, and every and 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 the right wing media took it as everybody feels this way. No, it was just these two. I think statewide, I think all, there were only like four or five state troopers who, who quit because they didn't want to get the vaccine. Yeah. The Which number is, is absurdly I, again, small. Again, this reminds me of, and I, you know, I, I talk about m the, my time doing uh, electrical work, low voltage electrical work. I'm I, Again, I wasn't great at it. Uh, I was too methodical and not in a good way. And I took too long. People were upset with the quality of 
of my uh, ability to navigate a construction site. Fell off a ladder at one point. Not great, is what I'm saying. Didn't do, didn't do exactly well. But it reminds me of when I was there. You know, the union did a lot of work over the years, you know, like during the 70s, specifically stuff like that, to get safety equipment to be paid for by the companies. Right? Yeah. You will supply us with safety equipment. And then a lot of people in it don't use it after it shows up. So we in the United States, uh, you know, a lot of our tax money went to it, uh, all that, to get enough vaccine for everybody. And then people aren't using it. Because, you know, they don't want to or whatever. It's a problem. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people don't want it. But the thing is, the reason that they don't want it is all... A lot of it is based on propaganda. A lot of it is based on... I. This is my, my own... The, and Jennifer always decries this happening. Uh, where I've come up with an idea... And it sounds right to me, so I present it as the truth. Uh, so I'm disclaiming this ahead of time. You are the problem. <laughs> this is this is this is only my opinion. I am not saying yeah. this is true. Um, I think it's that some people have heard that the shot initially makes you feel bad, and they're like, "Well, I don't want to feel bad," so they come up with the other excuse of, "Well, we don't know what's in it," so on and so forth. Because they're big babies, and they they don't want to feel bad. <laughs> I have a cousin now, who didn't want to who didn't want to get the shot because it was the timeline was so rapid. You know, not taking into because like I can't yeah. trust this thing that was approved within months. You know, not taking into a fact that the that type of vaccine has been, had been researched and developed over a course of years. Yeah, and and the other thing that I would say, of course, is that. Um, if you are a tough person, uh, I am not making fun of you for being a big baby. And there's no need to <laughs> prove to me that you are stronger than me. I am a weak and cowardly person. In there was, I saw a headline, probably on Reddit, I don't know, some dumb place, uh, where there was some sort of study that said... Uh, your average person, and I don't know what they what they concluded was an average person, believed anecdotal evidence from their friends more than from science. Oh, I believe that. And <laughs> I, I do. Hey, hey wait, uh, gotcha. wait, I got gotcha. you. I, I did. You're average. I didn't, I didn't even. I didn't even. <laughs> I didn't even know I was doing it. But I was. Wow. No, I. I do. I do know somebody who uh, is a teenager had mono and is not going to get the COVID vaccine because uh, their friend said if you get the vaccine after getting mono, it really messes you up. And that's the only reason why they're not getting. You know what else would probably mess you up? Getting COVID after you have mono. Just a guess. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Um, I've known. You know, I've known so many people who've gotten it, and it's all and and the and they've all been vaccinated. And they've all have been, you know, they've been sick for a bit and they've recovered fully. Now, what's, you know, what's the, what are the lasting effects? Nobody knows that yet. But in the, in the short term, they have recovered fully. There's no issues. And so, and chalk that up of being fully vaccinated, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one of those situations where um, I saw a news article saying uh, more vaccinated people are getting COVID. Why? And, and the answer is pretty simple. Uh, a lot of other people aren't getting the vaccine. Um, getting the vaccine doesn't keep you from, and this is, you know, you know, where you hear someone say, well, why, why would I get it? Then it doesn't keep you from getting it. doesn't keep you from spreading it. And people uh, talk about the same thing with bulletproof vests. Uh, when police got them, they started to feel uh, invulnerable, even though uh, their heads yeah. were still, uh, you know, free arms. Um, but the basic thing is that, yeah, you can still get it. And so some people who, after getting it, um, stopped using any other precautions. They're like, well, this is it. I got it. No problem. Yeah. Uh, and so I've been wearing my mask and still will wear it. Uh, probably until people will no longer 
serve me if I'm wearing a mask, which will happen eventually. You know, that's the thing is that eventually there will be a law passed. I feel like a law passed saying that you can no longer wear a mask indoors because you can no longer be identified or something I to don't that know. effect. Well, I don't know if a law is going to be passed, but I think there's going to be a law passed that that doesn't say you can't wear masks indoors, but that does say businesses can at, can prevent you from wearing masks inside yep. their business. Exactly. Um, uh, so it'll be it's up to the state's right. It's up to the business. Um, yesterday, it was really interesting. Uh, I realized that my passport was going to expire in November of 2022. So I was like, well, I better, I better get that fixed. So I went and got a passport photo at, uh, Walgreens. Uh, do you have Walgreens in Missouri? You do. I'm in Washington. Sorry. Yeah, we have Walgreens, Walgreens, CVS, and Martell's is now owned, I think by CVS. Right. And Rite Aid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I always thought uh, Rite Aid, because it's spelled R-I-T-E, what you don't know is that it's basically a front where they sell things that you can use for spells. Um, so, but here's the thing. Uh, I why do, so you, was, why do you need to re-up your passport? Are you planning on going someplace? Well, uh, who, who wants to have an expired passport? Not me. Mine's been expired for like 10 years. Oh, Ben. Oh, no. I'm not going. If I'm planning on going, I don't see a an emergency trip to Japan for me. You know, I can get into Canada with just my driver's license. That's basically all I need. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I I like having it. it it's if it, it's maybe it's a whoopee of my. So here's the thing, right? Um, so it's it's four thirty. Uh, my time. The post office closes at five thirty. And I want to, you have to send off your photo and your old passport and a check for $130, whatever. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I have an hour to get this done. And then Jennifer reminds me that uh, me and Betty have to do our walking, right? So, yeah. so, so we leave at 4.30. Uh, we walk to Walgreens, which takes about 15 minutes. Um, I'm going to get my passport, and they have to take it. The people at Walgreens have to take it. The, your photo. The photo. If you're gonna, yeah. yeah. Uh, Can't and just take so a, self, a there selfie. There is someone in line who's, like, trying to figure out why this coupon that they have doesn't show up on the reward points, whatever. So that's taking a long time. Um but by five o'clock, I have my my photo, my passport photo, and I also um, get to the post office in time. And so I'm turning everything in, and the guy's checking to make sure I have everything. And I make it in. I make it in under the wire. Uh, everything is ready to go out. And I realize that I I haven't taken a photocopy of my passport. And I'm like, do I need a photocopy of my passport? And so, probably not. But I'm like, what if, you know, I don't have it? What happens if I need it? So I say to to the guy, what happens if, you know, I have to leave the country between now and when I get my passport and I don't have it? And he said, oh, that's real easy. You can't. <laughs> Simple answer. <laughs> because you don't have a passport. And for me, yeah. that was the best possible answer. Because I'm like, ah, okay, just can't do it. Simple. I'm trapped inside America. Or and, the United States. Sorry, being continentist. And so I, I, and it turns out that he was also um, one of the people at the post office that, like, makes sure that you get your passport. Um, like, you, you apply for the passport with him. I don't know what it's yeah. called, but... So he was able to check to make sure all my stuff was great. But I was thinking about that. Um, things that answers that are a lot simpler. Um, I actually, I actually like, and I realize that this may be, you know, the autistic thing, whatever, but I would much rather hear it's impossible. You can't do it. than, Oh, you can do it, but it's going to be really hard. I'd rather just be told yeah. that it's here's uh, all the paperwork. Right. 
Um, you've turned your paperwork in. There's nothing more you can do. That's it. As opposed to, well, there's another form that we have, but you have to get five pieces because I'm going to want to do that too. Um, and I, and I thought about it and it reminded me of, I think we've talked about this before. Um, did you have to do track events when you were in elementary school? I did not have to do track events in elementary school, but I did voluntarily do track events in junior high. Okay. I was on the, tra I was on the track team. So I did track stuff when I was, well, I guess it would be junior high for me as well. Um, cause my, my grade school went all the way up to eighth grade. So, so you and I were talking about the same thing. There were track meets that you would compete in and stuff like that. Um, and yeah. I mentioned this before, I would get into a lot of trouble because when I figured out that there was no way that I'd be able to catch the person, I would just stop running and walk off the track. <laughs> Quitter. And they hated that. <laughs> yeah. Until finally someone someone said, okay, here's the thing. Um, I, and I forget who it was I would really like to re remember. I think it was another kid. It might have been Jeff, who's been on this podcast before, who was saying, you're assuming that this person is going to keep their constant rate of speed and everything. That's the calculation you're doing. But you, you forget that they could fall down. They could do... There are all these other things that could happen. And therefore, you might as well continue just in case yeah. because yeah other people were trying stuff like well no but you're also competing against yourself you want to do better than your last time and like why i don't want to run i so yeah when we when we practiced track like you know just after school whatever i did the shot put just because oh. For whatever yeah. never competed never competed with the shot put during like meets with other schools i always just ran like the whatever the 500 or the or the 250 or whatever and my only my only requirement for myself was just don't come in last with the shot put. i didn't care about no, no running running oh okay i didn't do that i didn't compete with the shot put but when i when i run the like a 500 meter my yeah i i didn't care about winning i knew i was not going to win i just did not want to be last so that, that, I, that was my target. I want to make sure you understand also. I was listening to you. I did hear that you never competed. What I thought you meant with don't come in last is that all the other kids on your team during practice were all doing shot put. If that makes sense. Say that again. So I, I wanted to make sure that, that you knew that I was listening to you. I, I heard you say that you didn't compete in shot, but <laughs> what I thought you meant with the, all, I, all I don't come in last is that a bunch of kids were playing around doing the shot put stuff. And so you had a rule that you didn't want to do any worse than the other kids at your school when you were doing shot put. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I didn't care about shot put, except that I just didn't want to run during practice. Oh, Interesting. Oh, okay. Uh, the the picking also, up a hammer and looking busy version of track. Exactly. The walking around the theater with a bottle of Windex and a roll of paper towels during strike. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Did I ever uh, tell you? I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I also tried my hand at the high jump, but I was terrible at it. I tried high jump, too. Uh, I wanted to jump forwards, and they made me do the, the back thing. Which I could, I couldn't, back, yeah, yeah, I couldn't figure it out because it was too much motor planning Yeah, for me. And I did really <clears throat> well jumping, jumping forwards. You know, I got, I got better jumping forwards than I did jumping backwards. So, and that's because of one kid, right? One kid did it that way and did really well. This is what I hear anyway, historically. Um, and so everybody started doing it that way. Um, oh, but what I was going to say is, uh, the worst, and I'm, uh, this is, uh, a thing I really almost hate mentioning, but, um, you know, I was inexperienced in the theater when I directed, uh, my first thing I ever directed, which was the architect and the emperor of Assyria by Fernando Arabal. I thought it was pretty good. Um, but I was also documenting it documenting it on video and during strike imagine this if you will 
during strike, this would have been, um, I could not have been more than 20 years old. Me running around with a video camera, videotaping everybody that is striking and going, and this is so-and-so, and this is finally the, the lighting guy turns to me and goes, hey, Paul, why don't you put down the camera and help the rest of us strike your play? <laughs> and to this I, day, yeah, I, I'm like, done, maybe I've, he was mad at me. I've done that too. I there was a show. Uh, in fact, you 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 helped out on this strike. It was I think it was for the Ebenezer cycle, and I didn't strike. I just walked oh. around with a video camera, taping everybody. Yeah, you you that was the one I remember because yeah. me and I don't know who it was. Um, this this other person uh, threw bottles away in the bin, and you recorded us doing that. And Alec. Alex, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember if it's Alexandra or Alexandria, but uh, okay. she was a gal I went to college with who, who came to the show. Yeah, I have t- I have tape on you. You two like yelling like white trash insults at each other and throwing yeah. the bottles into the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would like to see that actually. And Jennifer is on that. On yeah, because she was in that like, show. Yeah. yeah, she's she's on the video almost exactly uh, right after that. She might even have that was a- come up to you during that that bit. I just remember that video sequence. That was a show where Jennifer and I were preset underneath a table while the audience was loading in because she played Jacob Marley and I was Bob Cratchit as this little tiny puppet. Yeah, that's the that's the one where you um uh stopped her hair from being on fire. Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah, we've told that story in here before. We have, but yeah, her her hair caught fire. We put it out during the show. Um, yeah, good times. And so yeah, I, I nobody ever like told me to put the camera down and help strike because there were so many people around. Yeah. Everybody had a job. So, um, good times. I I will say also, um, you might know this already. I I've mentioned it before that I will. When I go to sleep, I like to actually have a sleep mask, earplugs, and then another set of headphones on to co- totally deaden the outside world. But my yeah. left ear started um, having problems, like getting really itchy, uh, a, a, a sort of an earache kind of feel then after that. Word. So I've, I've stopped wearing them for a while and it's really weird i forgot about this sort of phenomenon where i'm sleeping and i'm incorporating sounds that i'm hearing into my dreams you know so that is a thing that happens i'll have a dream where there's a wolf that's chasing me and then it's edward barking you know that that sort (laughs) of thing yeah that's what happens when you uh, when you don't deaden the outside world. It starts to creep into your subconscious. But I had a weird I had a weird dream where um, okay I've been playing some of uh, Far Cry. Are you familiar with Far Cry? The uh, I've heard the of video it, game? but I do not know the gameplay. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of paramilitary stuff there where you um, you know are doing. Like bombs and stuff like that. And I had a dream that I was supposed to blow up this woman. uh, And she was really annoying and stuff like that. Um, And I was like, oh, I can't wait to blow this woman up uh, in my dream. (laughs) And uh, hey, that, that almost had a Norm McDonald cadence. I can't wait to blow this woman up. Um, in my dream, in my dream, if you know what I mean. Um, so, but the, but then in the dream, it's supposed to be in this, I'm supposed to blow her up inside of this, uh, caravan, you know, this Winnebago type thing. And it drives up and it's John Moe driving. And it turns out that this person who is, and it's, if this makes sense in the dream, the guy isn't John Moe. John Moe is playing the guy. 
Gotcha. And I am playing the person who's going to be blowing up this woman. Uh, so it's it's a play, but it's also in real life, if that makes sense. And really, what is spycraft yeah. except a play in real life, Ben? <laughs> so I'm supposed to be blowing this woman up, and uh, and then, you know, I'm like, oh, it's John Moen. So I, I have this, um, this feeling like I should be nice to them before the bomb goes off. And it's weird that, like, to, you know, the dream logic thing of there, there's a there's a bar of metal that's the explosive part that's hooked up to, you know, the thing I'm going to detonate. And then the thing that makes the bomb is, like, this combination of nerds and sawdust and metal shavings so that, like, it all ignites and the sugar, like, burns you and stuff. It's horrible, right? And... And in the dream, I go, you know, I'm supposed to blow you up, but I can't do it. I can't do it because I realize now that you have value as a person. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, this is unlike <laughs> most of my dreams where I am a, a murderer of, of anybody. It's interesting. I know what you mean because I've had I've had dreams where I've just been like a complete jerk. But then every once in a while you have a dream where like you made the right decision. Yeah. In the dream. And you wake up and be like, I'm kinda of proud of myself. Yeah, I actually like, did the right thing. As opposed to yeah. most of the time where, you know, there's uh there's a person and I'm just punching them or dismembering them or doing whatever type of horrible stuff. Um I between you and me, I mean, that's a thing, right? Where you where you have a dream and it's like a nightmare. You wake up and you're like, ah, I just killed yeah. people. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's normal. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've oh yes. I've had I've had that I've I've had that where I've had like what was the what's the name of that movie? Um that really violent French movie. Oh, uh Ir Irreversible. Irreversible, irreversible. I've had some irreversible type dreams where I, you just go to town. Like I just go to town on somebody for whatever reason. I don't yeah. even remember any of the circumstances. But like for whatever reason, this person has to die, and I'm the one to do it. And they're not dying, and I'm still trying. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Dreams like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you those... wake up and you're like, "What the heck is wrong with me?" Right, exactly. And you're and you're super tired and there's dirt under your fingernails. And for some reason your car is down a half tank of gas. Anyway, no, I'm kidding. Oh my god. There's, there's a there's a person screaming in the closet. Anyway, uh, this, I, I I think I think a, a, this a therapist or an analyzer would fiction anything exactly. similar to a real thing. Um, I think any dream analyst would tell you, Well, you're trying to kill some part of you that you need gone you know like you're whatever. exactly like or, or you feel you your feel insecurities powerless. about something you feel powerless in your real life so this is you destroying one of your problems in a situation yeah. um speaking of norm mcdonald though he's got a new special out on netflix one that he recorded before he passed away of course yeah uh <laughs> it's a self-recorded thing so, but once it hope so uh, but no, the the story goes he recorded it like the day before he went into the hospital uh, for some sort of surgery. Now I don't wow. think this is his last time going into the hospital. I don't think it's that close to his point of death. But it's all one take. Never he never stops. It's you know he uh, he just even when a dog barks in the background or his phone rings, he just keeps going. And then there was a discussion later with Dave Letterman, Dave Chappelle, Molly Shannon. Um. Uh, 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 Adam Sandler and uh, David Spade. I want to say that would make sense. It's a really, um, it's a really interesting uh, uh, talk back afterwards. Nothing special is the name of his, uh, which is a very clever title. Yes, and I and I knew that. Oh, huh. Sorry, I'm, now I'm looking at my camera and what it does to the color of my face. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. Oh, but let's talk about things on the TVs. Um, I've been, I I've finished been really... Stranger Things last night. 
pretty cool. I think. <laughs> Have you seen um, it? Have you yeah. seen the latest Stranger Things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we only right. we're, we're we only have one more half of one season to go now. I I'm upset that they had to split it up into two parts. I don't know if they if that was on purpose or if like you know somebody got COVID so they had to postpone. But yeah, yeah, it's BS. And I didn't realize this was going to be the final season. Yep, going to be the final season for real. Um. Well, I am enjoying it. I was reluctant to get into it at first because I'm like, I'm done with Stranger Things, but people that I trust really liked it. Yeah. So the the um, the other things that I've been watching, uh, I watched all of Travelers, uh, which is the Netflix um, time travel show starring Will from Will and Grace. Uh, that's not the actor's name. Um, but... <laughs> It was good. Uh, I I had been avoiding it for whatever reason, but I thought it was good. I had I had fun watching it. Um, I also have been starting to watch the Orville with uh, Jennifer because Jennifer is uh, tired of shows that I'm watching that are depressing. Well, how is that? Because I just recently rewatched Avenue Five, this uh, show with Hugh Laurie, which is sort of a space comedy, and it feels like the Orville is somewhat similar in that vein. Um, it, yeah, Avenue Five, I didn't, I didn't like. Um, I watched like one episode of it, and I was like, eh. Um, go back and rewatch it. I really enjoyed it. Okay, it's it's Hugh Laurie. Come on, Hugh Laurie, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Do you not like the, Josh Gad? The, I. Okay, so <laughs> I understand Josh Josh Gad. I the character that he's playing, I'm not a fan of. And this is exactly you've you've pinpointed why I stopped watching. I'm like. If I'm going to be, if this is like, if this is a large part of the series, and it kind of is, I'm not on board for it. And sorry to okay. Josh Gad. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I'll, I'll watch you, Laurie, and other things. Um, there's there's actually a drama that he's in that I, I kind of want to revisit. I forget what it's called, but he plays um, a guy who's trying to get, and I'm serious about this, uh, trying to get, like, a piece of furniture, uh, like counterfeited to be more expensive than it actually is. It's a drama, and he's like a psychologist or a private detective or something. I forget what. Um, there's he. There's a new show that he like produced and directed called something like Why Didn't They Ask Evans or something like that. Oh, uh, that that isn't what I'm thinking of, but I am interested in that as well. Yeah, he's he he directed it. Um, and I think he's in it, but he's not the lead. Yeah, uh, so maybe that. Um, but the other thing I've been watching is um, Apple uh, TV shows. Uh, I watched all of Shining Girls, which I liked. Okay. And I watched all of Slow Horses, uh, which I liked. Uh, and I There's started a... watching Foundation, and I had to stop. Because Josh Gad is in it? <laughs> Josh Gad shows up? No. Um, no, it's... it's. Here's the thing. Foundation is based on a series of books. And they have... It's one of those situations where if they, if they weren't so true to the books, it would probably be a lot better. But there's just something about the way that Isaac Asimov writes dialogue uh, that makes me uh, not enjoy the foundation series. Like I'm gotcha. listening to it. I'm like, uh, no, thanks. Maybe there's I'll change. Apple TV. There's a, t there's an Apple TV plus show. I mean, I, uh, there's uh what's it called? C. I haven't seen it, but people seem to really like it. But there is one show that I have watched, uh, for all mankind. I've seen the first season. Uh, they're actually on season three now. And I just saw an article that said it's the best sci-fi TV show on TV right now. So maybe I'll go back and revisit that. But Chris, who's watching, say hello to Chris. Uh, Chris mentions Ms. Marvel, which is now now on Disney Plus. Which oh, I've, been excited I've heard to look into. really good things about Ms. Marvel. Like, um, yeah. and uh, so so wait, Chris, 
Chris Nill. Chris Nill. Hello, Chris Nill. Uh, so I always have to make sure it's not one of the one of the other Chris's, just in case I say anything. One of the, uh, one of the many Chris's. Anti Chris. Um, <laughs> Chris Nill knows I will never say anything bad. Um, so uh, yeah, I heard I heard really good things about it. Somebody. So, as you know, I'm not on social media, and I count social media as, like, all open stuff. There are some discords that I'm still on that I will occasionally look at. One of the discords has a person who does stuff in Hollywood, and they were saying that um, they heard that there was a lot of extra work that went into shoots, like, long hours, stuff like that on Ms. Marvel, but that it apparently uh turned out really really well and lots of times when that's that when that happens it's a sign that a show is struggling and that is not the case yeah. with this one so it's interesting i mean you can't say uh like a, a good show can have a terrible production experience yes um and in this time of covid not and having ever been in an actual show same here but i'm just assuming that it you know well, the backstage can turmoil can and cannot portray yeah i mean yeah we've, we've been we've been you know in toxic backstages but the product on stage is pretty good yeah um, I, anyway i would say my experiences I'm with the out. coffee table were pretty good uh <laughs> you know and maybe maybe that's it okay so the coffee table right occasionally I would be on set and I would be like, like lying prone for a really, really long time and stuff like that. But everyone was super friendly. They always had food for us. Things were nice. So that was not right. a bad experience. That might be the same thing. Okay, good. I could see that you were like, if you were at a, a 16 hour shoot, right? With people that you really liked, it would be tough, but it wouldn't be a, a horrible experience, Right. Yeah. So that might be that might I, part. I was watching an interview with Joel McHale, and they were asking him why Chevy Chase had such a hard time on the set of Community and became basically a pill. And Joel said that Chevy was not used to the TV schedule. He was a movie star. And on the TV side, you're working long hours, sometimes overnight. And so he would say that you know they would show up to set you know, at like five o'clock at night and work until three o'clock in the morning. And, and Chevy hated that. And I'm like, think of the crew, though, that are there for like two hours on either end of that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Don't be and, such a don't be such a jerk, Chevy Chase. You got to, you know, know that that's what you're in for. That's the other thing. I guess. Um I think I think the, yeah. the 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 most demanding I've ever been uh, while on camera was when I was in an Ivers clam suit for a commercial suit shoot. <laughs> you know the people. When were that, you doing that? Yeah, uh, back back in Seattle, uh, I I got sent on you know, one thing. I and I was like, do this not remember is, this. I was like, this thing is really heavy. I'm tired. <clears throat> Are we still doing this? Uh, you know, um, I, I, I believe Betty was, Betty was uh, around at the time. Uh, my friend, Chris, I'm not going to say his last name, but my friend, Chris from, uh, from the company that I was working at at the time. Yeah, I, I, I remember met. this dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he he was actually there uh, watching Betty, uh, so that she could play on the beach while I think it was at Golden Gardens. I want to say uh, it was it was somewhere where there's a beach, and we're running, and everybody else is is you know kind of tired. But I'm like, do we have to keep? Why? Can I sit down? What's happening? You know. This did this spot it, ever get produced? Did it air? I think it did. Yeah, but I never saw it. No one ever told me. You know, I had a I had a what you might call a diva moment on set once. 
actually during Rocket Men, there's a scene there's a scene in one of the episodes where I pick up I pick up this envelope and it's got this letter inside and for one shot they were going to get a super tight close up of me pulling this letter out of this envelope and it had to be in a certain uh, orientation for the what they wanted to see on the letter to show on camera because the, the the focus was extremely shallow so it had to be in a very specific spot that they yeah. focused on and a very specific part of the letter so we rehearse it and I put the letter back into the envelope how it needed to be for me to pull it out properly and then I hand it to the props person because they had to put it like Oh the, the no! List, this letter slid. This letter slid out from underneath the door. So I, I kneel down, lift it up, and pull the thing out. And every effing time, this props person took the letter out and put it and put it in in a different way because I guess you know that's how it was supposed to be, you know. Even though this isn't like a continuity thing because we'd never seen it, you know, how we uh, how I yeah. pull it out before, and so. After a couple of like blown takes, where like I had to, you know, I, I was finally like, "Can you please just not change the letter in the envelope from how I put it in?" And still, they didn't do it. They still, and like I'm like I'm like uh, Webster, you know, I wanted to like call for help, and the uh, Webster did not get a chance to respond. The AD, who was on the props person's side, because they'd worked together before. Yeah. said something to the effect of just pull it out however it's in there and I'm like finally did it finally got it to work you know but but I and it's been 10 years I still haven't let that go um this isn't a bad and I will thing. never work with that person ever again <laughs> but I had a I had a uh, a situation where you remember the uh the epiphany uh, SJ SJ uh directed yes um, all I had to do for the epiphany was one thing, which was this. That was it. <laughs> we did so many takes that by the end, I no longer knew how to do this. <laughs> like, I was like, am I, am I moving my head weird? I like started asking her a lot of questions. I, I, yeah. I think that she, she took it well and did it, but. It's just when you do things, it's like when you say a word over and over again, you no longer know what it means. Same sort of thing. I was like, I don't even know. Am I nodding my head at this point? What is happening? But it yeah. turned out well. Uh, so, so, but the, I the saw it is, at like SIF or something. So the thing is this SJ, SJ was really nice and really patient and, and kind of all that. I can't imagine what it would have been like if she was like, just nod, Paul. Like, she yeah. didn't do that. She was a professional, nice person. Well, it, it's also, I mean, she is just a professional, nice person. <laughs> That's her job, being a nice person. But she, you, you know, she knew you, and you knew her. I think it would be different if, like, you were somebody who had just, like, auditioned for that role, and, and, they, and you two had no history at all. Yeah, maybe so, maybe so. But, um... Yeah, so now I'm I'm worried um, about this guy who has COVID. Oh, in your D and D group? Yeah, it's been it's been a while since we last played. So he most likely didn't have COVID when we played at my D and D group, or else why you know? I don't know. You hear stories of people who are totally asymptomatic and just test for whatever reason, and they test positive. Yeah. There's COVID Marys out there among us. Uh, don't be such a COVID Mary. That's not what it's... There, There's not a... So, um... Oh, hey, uh... I, I have been on social media, but there are news articles floating around about different things. Is there anything news-related that you want to talk about? The January 6th committee yeah. uh, held their first televised hearing yesterday. I did not watch it. Um, did you watch any of it? or? No, I didn't watch it. I actually had other things I was doing. Um, but I do... Uh, I, I, I am interested in whether or not these hearings make a difference. There is something that came out 
um, that I find funny. Um, Ivanka Trump said that she does not believe there was any election fraud in 2020, and Trump has already turned on her. That's his daughter? That's his daughter, yeah. Uh, also like, the, you know, the, his, his White House advisor, you know, it's the person he put in charge of almost everything. Yeah. And now he's disowning her because she's not falling in line. That's true. I, okay. I'm going to say this about Ivanka Trump. There was a thing that happened in the uh, Olympics that I really like, uh, which was there was a gold medal winner who was talking to Ivanka and was like, do you want to, do you want to wear it? And she let Ivanka wear her gold medal and she got a lot of flack for it. But she was like, look, you know, whatever I, you know, (laughs) get over it was basically the, the idea. And people were like, well, you're legitimizing her. You're doing this and all that. But I, I liked the, I liked the attitude of the person that, I was just doing, you know, we were two people. We were there. I was doing something nice. Yeah. And, and I'm not, I'm not saying that, that she is a good person, Ivanka Trump. I'm just saying that she is the one person from that family that was involved in a moment that I thought was positive. (laughs) So if I, if I would have to pick a side... In that in that situation, you know, um, yeah. So so that's so that's interesting. No, um, the the thing I feel like is that you and I already kind of apprehend the situation. We already kind of know what was going on during that time. So I watched the thing that, <coughs> like the footage that was shown. There, there was a clip that was shown to people. I watched that, and yeah, there's, there's, a, there's new footage that they're showing in these hearings, right? That yeah, never, never before seen. Yeah, and and the never before seen. I, I'm unsure about how much hasn't been seen. You know, like because of you know <clears throat> the fact that I was deep into uh, public freakout and stuff like that during the time. There's some yeah. stuff that got on Reddit that probably a lot of other people haven't seen. So I don't know how much of it. Well, it's, I mean, it'll also probably be one of these things, kind of like 9-11, where we're finding new clips even 20 yeah. years later. But the but the big thing is this, that, that there are some people who, and I'm guessing that those people probably also aren't watching the hearings. I'm guessing that they are probably avoiding it, but there are some people... Who probably think that that oh the idea that this was all nice and there was no violence, um, they could be disabused of that notion by by yeah. watching this stuff. Um, but me, I already kind of know what was happening, so I don't know if I really need to indulge in that footage anymore. Also, I don't. I don't know if any Republican uh, senators are on this committee. It's a Senate committee, right? Or is it a House committee? I don't know. I don't know if any Republicans are on this committee, but uh, of... Every time I watch somebody like a, uh, like a Ted Cruz or a, uh, you know, inserts, uh, Senator from Oklahoma, Inhofe or whatever. Um, it's just, it's Fury infuriating just listening to these guys just like change the subject and and not talk about the issues and grandstand about anything other than what they're there to talk yeah, about. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of things where people are like, um, why aren't you <clears throat> why aren't you calling people who were protesting racial injustice to task for their protests? Yeah. They don't say it that way, but that's what they're asking. Yeah, it's just I guess I I, I just get frustrated. You know, l- have the uh, like you said, we you know have our opinions uh, because we see we saw 
going on. Seth Meyers had a, a had a joke on his monologue yesterday. He was like, uh, the, the January 6th committee started, and to call its first witness, they called all of us. You know, because every, he phrased it more better, better than that, but everybody saw it happen live when it was happening. Yeah. Yeah. You're all witnesses to this. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm wondering because there's a, there's a, a statement that, uh, McCarthy made, uh, yeah. not McCartney, um, <laughs> which would be, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that McCarthy made that, um, that we're all guilty. Yeah. Um, which is like, no, 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 untrue. Well, I mean, that dude is also, like, there are these tapes that came out where he's like, we need to get to the bottom of this, we need to have hearings, you know, whoever's responsible for this is going to pay, and then he he goes on Fox News and he's like, I didn't say any of that. And then, you know, and then we cut to the January 6th committee, and here's a tape of him saying it. Yeah. Um, Well, at that time, he thought it was Antifa. It is funny, it is funny how Antifa became a thing. I, mean, I love it that no, I I love it that uh, like the Republican politi- uh, politicians were like, this is a false flag thing perpetrated by the FBI and Antifa, and all the MAGA heads were like, we were there, we did that. Don't take that away from us. Oh, I didn't know that that <laughs> happened. That's funny. Oh um, yeah, that totally happened. They got mad. So so the 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 big thing is that um, <clears throat> you know you you say things long enough. And eventually, it they they can become real. Um, so, anti-fascist was a thing. It's not a it's not a, a an organization. It is a thing that you are, and you have lots of different groups that are in there. Yeah. And then eventually, enough people said it, and enough people kept on talking about it that eventually there are, are people who embrace the moniker and say that yes they are and those people and the people that they know become the organization it's kind of fun uh to watch if not uh completely disheartening but yeah yeah uh, fascism not cool i'm i'm gonna i know that it might be controversial to say (laughs) i'm just gonna go on record and say fascism is not cool this is going to come back to haunt at some point. Very brave stance there, Polgari. Oh, yeah, when, well, the, when the world is run by fascists and they start going through all the podcasts looking for the anti-fascists to, exactly, to persecute. Yep. Um, but but as, I've, as I've stated before about other other people, you know, when it comes time to, to really really buckle down and stuff like that, there, there are a bunch of folks who are worried, you know, oh, well, what's going to happen to me? And what's going to happen to you is nothing. You're going to be fine. You and your family will be fine. It's other people are going to get super hurt, but probably not you. But you are the ones who are going to be worrying about yourselves because, you know, uh, you would rather worry about yourself than to admit that you're part of the problem. And the people who I'm talking about don't listen to our podcast, so everything should be fine. But you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. you know, again, what's going to happen to me? You're going to keep paying into the system like you always have. And things are going to continue. And you will be mildly discomforted when you think about people that have problems if you're people like you and me but if you're part of the like say the lgbtq community i think you should be worried because there's like a yeah, more the- and more of these terrible terrible things are coming out about like what uh baptist ministers are saying to their entire congregation what republican uh candidates for high level government positions are saying about lgbtq people there was a there was a a now, granted, it was a town. This is this is in a in a town of like five hundred people, or whatever. But there was a commencement speech at a high school that uh, made national news because of stuff that was said there. So yeah, it's 
yeah, I, the the thing that I'm, I, I guess the thing I'm talking about is, yeah, uh, performative allyship has always been a problem and will continue to be a problem. Where it's basically, like I said, people that, that are like, I can't believe that they're doing this to us, and us is in quotes, right? Um, but then yeah. they continue to support the systems that are oppressing the people that they are aligning themselves with. And who knows, you know, uh, I, I have, I have never claimed to not be the man. Uh, I, I would like to be a, a sympathetic, uh, version of the man, but you know, I, I pay my taxes And when I think of the man, I think of Paul Goody and the taxes support a whole bunch of stuff that oppresses people. So in that, I've done my part. Welcome to being an American. Yet another thing that is going to come back to haunt me when the revolution happens. (laughs) Uh, Well, when the the revolution happens, we'll tell you about it next time. Yes, exactly. Uh, but all I'm saying, if it's, a, podcast. if it's a fascist revolution, then I've got the me saying that fascism is bad. If it's the non-fascist revolution, then I've got the me saying that I'm the man. I, you can't win. <laughs> all right. Uh, ben, yeah, until next time, sides. please keep it wrong. Paul, keep it wrong. Have a good weekend. I will talk to you next week. I will talk to you next week. Bye. All right. Bye. And we're clear.